Proverbs 17 and 1 says, Better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife. Bring so, it. you know, yeah, yeah, brother, I, I love it, man, yeah, because yeah. it's like, I, I, you know, I, I'd rather be, you know, content and, 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 and mm-hmm. have a little bit mm-hmm. than, you know, have everything and, 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 and have a headache, man. So mm-hmm. just thank God for what he's doing. And just for those who are of a younger audience who are listening, just know that, you know, you're, you're successful. You know, if, if you're, if you set out to accomplish, if you set out a goal and you accomplish it, you're successful. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. keep, just keep setting those goals and keep, and keep knocking them out and you are successful. Welcome to Off the Top, where Black excellence dwells. Okay, let's get right into this righteous change maker, Mr. Reginald Kofer. We are honored to be gathering knowledge from Mr. Kofer, because let me start with how giving this brother's spirit is for his community's betterment. And as much as he is all things to Augusta, he is everything every community needs. Mr. Kofer's pivot game is so strong, he makes it look and sound easy. So listen, learn, and connect as he shows and shares how to go deep for the culture. Okay, welcome to another episode of Ebony Tree Council Off the Top, where we bring children to their dreams and we go deep for the culture. Today, I have the esteemed honor of interviewing my friend, my brother, Mr. Reginald Kofer. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, my brother, I'm blessed, man. So glad to be here. And we're so glad to have you, man. I'm, I'm excited about this. We're getting ready to have a little bit of fun. Uh, Mr. Kofer comes to us from Construction Ready, which is an organization. I'm going to let him describe to you about what's going on there, and then we're going to jump into the journey, okay? Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, Mr. Reggie, can you please introduce yourself? Give us a little okay. background and tell us about Construction Ready. Sure thing, man. I'll start off by saying, man, thank God I stayed up a little bit later last night, so I'm, my voice is still heavier than, uh, than normal, so so the people on people listening can 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 imagine me with this super deep voice today, man. If you, if you see me in person, it might not be as deep next time. But thank God for that. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm I've been in Augusta all my life, man. Thank God for it. Um, having the honor and the privilege to serve uh, with Construction Ready as a as a recruiter slash uh, outreach manager. And Construction Ready is 20 days of training that can lead to employment uh, in the construction industry and having people get a chance to. Uh, get a shot at a career and not just a job. So um, love that uh, transformative outlook that it has, the transformative process that folks can go through uh, who take part in that training. And um, I'm just blessed to be a part of it, man. Yeah, that's really nice. So construction ready. And, you know, it's critical that we have programs like this to help uh, transform people and prepare their path for the workforce. And construction ready, if anyone's not familiar with it, think about the work that they've done in Atlanta. Uh, I first became go. aware of Construction Ready and recognized that because of their contribution, they were able to get some folks employed and working. Absolutely. And some of those skilled workers actually contributed to the construction of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And I think that's amazing. 
That is amazing work there. So we're really happy to have Construction Ready expand their breadth and their depth and put a lot more people under their wings because our our folks need assistance and guidance and getting to where they need to be. Awesome, awesome. So I want to start a little bit about uh, your journey, if you don't mind, and we'll start with the transition you had to make from high school into what came next after high school. What was that like for you? You know what, man? Um, I, I really thank God for my high school journey. Um, I was a, a man, your, your, your prototypical uh, nerd in high school. Um, I, I, I thank God I've, I've been able to kind of come out a little bit more of my sh- proverbial shell in the last few years. But man, in high school, I really wasn't quite sure who or what I wanted to be mm-hmm. wasn't uh, wasn't as sure of myself wasn't as um, wasn't as sure or um, in, in my capabilities uh, just as a person as a person of God so it was a lot of things that I, I really struggled with in high school and um, man I, I, I attended uh, Academy of Richmond County ARC for uh, the first half of my high school career switched over to TWJ TWJ mm-hmm. man so shout mm-hmm. out to the Eagles and I, and I, and I, cl- I claim that. Uh, as my true high school man, because I, I really was able to find myself and, and, re- and really, you know, kind of start my trajectory where I wanted to be uh, in life and got that foundation, man, there at TW Joseph. It was great. And not going back to how I didn't really know, you know, who or what I wanted to be, transitioning over to, 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 the, to the college career, I was still just kind of just trying to find myself and, and, and find out where I wanted to be in life. And um, it was it was a tough, it was tough sledding, man, for my first two years at Georgia Southern. Uh, my sister was there, and that was a blessing. My cousin was there. Um, a lot of my family members have attended that school, and it's, it's a true blessing to be a part of that lineage. Um, but uh, it, it was it was just a, a difficult process for me those first two years. And in uh, those second two years, I just thank God for having his hand on me and helping me to just, you know, kind of slowly but surely, you know, gather my footing and 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 learn where he wanted me to be and learn where I, where I needed to be. So I had a, had a um, major in communications and I wanted to do, I wanted to do news anchoring or, or news oh, really? broadcast. Okay. I did, man. I really did. I really did. Nice. But you know what? It, <laughs> what got the best of me was that editing process. I didn't, I thought, I thought, I, I like the idea of just being on camera running my mouth, but editing and doing all the behind the scenes work, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of, man. It was so tedious and it was so tough. <laughs> so I said, man, this ain't for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just a lot of great things happened. I'm just kind of, I kind of fell into some some great uh, social services, uh, service delivery type, um, you know, type of career, and, I, and, I, and I'm just so blessed to be a part, uh, to have a part in, in helping people, you know, realize what they want to be. So, because it, it took it took me a while to figure it out, and I'm, and I'm trying to help others now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a blessing too. Shout yeah. out to TW Josie and Georgia State, go. Georgia Southern, and Georgia hey, Southern. Man. Okay, so, what was it? that you brought from home that helped you endure while you were in college? What, what characteristics, what learning did you have? Man, oh God, so much. Um, just always being, you know, taught about, of course, faith, mm-hmm. uh, de- determination, drive, uh, focus, um, things that you have to have, man, if, if you're going to finish out college, you know, it's, it's four years and you're, you're getting your first shot at autonomy, your first shot to kind of do it on your own and mm-hmm. you know so you got to have those things man so faith drive determination uh and focus were the main things that my you know my parents instilled in me and told me to keep that 
and they said, "Hey, man, listen, because if, if you don't do what you got to do, we, we're we're pulling you out." So that's you know, right. <laughs> and that, that I guess that accountability piece is, is, yes. is, is the fifth part. So that's those are the things that kept me, man, and um, just blessed to be able to to, to finish out and uh, and and of course having that support. Like I said, my sister and my cousin was there and had some great friends there. So also that support system was what really really kept me. And I heard you say two things that I wanted to make sure our audience really drive home. And the first one is foundational principles on how to direct your life. And I'm really appreciative that you brought up faith first and foremost and determination, drive and focus, and especially the accountability, because sometimes uh, accountability looks different when you're in college as compared to high school. So that accountability kind of shifts and sometimes kids aren't really prepared for what that looks like because it's also more responsibility during that time frame as well. Wow. Uh, I also heard you say, and this is also very important for our kids, is a support yes. system. Yes. And you had a firm support system there. You had relatives there. Uh, and I know personally from you know, working with you that, you know, once people get to know you, you're sociable, you're approachable, and you're likable. And being that type of person will open doors for you as well. Amen. So. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, and I love what you said about that, man. I appreciate it. Just th- those foundations, they just, they, they just, they kept me, man. And that's, that's, you know, that's what a foundation is. It keeps you, it keeps you solid. It keeps everything standing. Um, it's, it's what you begin with to remain standing. So, um, just having that, that great foundation, um, you know, instilled by my parents and my grandparents and just great supports and the great support system in this community. And that's what I like so much about, um, Augusta, man. A lot of times I'll, you know, people will say, you know, do you like Augusta or, you know, is it, is, is it, is it kind of slow? Or, you know, what about, what about Atlanta and other places like that? And no knocks on them whatsoever. Places outside of Augusta are, are blessed and amazing as well. But I'm just so thankful for my community, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that support system that, that comes from this community. And, and brother, you're a part of it. Um, that have just supported me in so many different ways. And those, that strong, uh, determined, uh, compassionate, I mean, I, I could go on and on with adjectives. But that support system is what keeps me uh, being able to to do what, whatever I'm, I'm trying to do, man, in life. So I just thank God for it. Amen. Amen to that. And yes, Augusta does have that familial feel to it. It feels okay. like family, okay. you know. And, uh, you know, quiet as it's kept, it's two hours from Atlanta, two hours from Savannah, two hours from, Char- from Charlotte. So, you know, if you want to do thank something, you. you got some things to do. And it's you all within a close distance. So you can get Amen. it done, right? There we go. So, so now you're in college now and mm-hmm. want to touch on adversity a little bit. What was okay. the toughest lesson you had to learn when you were in college? Wow, man, that is a phenomenal question. Um, I guess, um, I guess, thing, I guess if you want to get things done, or if you want to accomplish, or if you want to even finish, you know, you have to, and it's, it's cliche, but you got to mm-hmm. put in the work, you know, you have to finish it. Um, I'll go back to this. I, and I, I was trying to think of something deep and profound, but I, I'll just, I'll just do, I'll do cliche. Mm-hmm. You wanna, if you want to accomplish something, you want to finish it out, you got to put in the work. And I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll use this as an example, man. I gotta, I gotta thank God because I was able to finish. Thank God in four years. And this ain't no brag because mm-hmm. you know, it could have, it could have went another way. I was able to finish in four years, but here, here's the, Here's here's the kicker, like one of Uh-oh. my partners. Said. Yeah, man. So I, I get to I get to graduation. I get to my fourth year. Mm-hmm. Graduation's in May of of 09. Um, I'm, I'm I'm dating myself. 
Mm-hmm. So graduation is in May of 09. And they tell me, hey, because of some, some minor missteps you made and some classes that you took that you didn't necessarily need, you got to mm-hmm. go back and get these two, two to four classes that you tapped that you were supposed to get. So May 09, they tell me, hey, you can walk. Uh, you can walk in May of 2009, but you got to go back to summer school right after graduation. And brother, check this out. Wow. They told, yeah, yes, sir. Here's a real testimony. They said, listen, if you don't, if you don't pass these classes in summer school, you'll be right back here in, in fall. Um, wow. fall oh, yes, sir. Oh, so okay. I had the, I had the privilege <laughs> of walking with all my, all my people uh-huh. in 09, but I would have been right back seeing some brand new people mm-hmm. uh, in, in, the, in the coming fall had I not yeah. finished that, those summer school classes. So thank God I made, I made through summer school. But it could have been a real, real, yes, uh, could have been a real nightmare yeah. for me, man, had I not been through mm-hmm. summer school. So that was a, so man, you just got to put in the work. But it, it's not me, man. God helped me get through that. Amen. But God, yeah. right. Amen. And that's all, yes. grace because a lot, a lot of people yeah. know that that experience could have been a whole lot different. Ooh. Exactly. Like you yes, said, sir. it could yes, have sir. been, oh, well, we'll see you in the fall. Well, thank and you, you won't thank walk, you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, that's exactly. incredible. Yeah, man. So it was some serious pressure, man. But um, thank God we made it. So, what was the transition like for you coming out of college into the workforce as a professional? Man, it was um, it was once again, man. It was kind of kind of filled with a little bit of um, uncertainty, um, a little bit of doubt because I I went through you know for like I said communications, mm-hmm. but I I found out late you know in my college career that, that I didn't want to be a news anchor. Um, <laughs> not not. Not like they were beating my door down to, for me mm-hmm. to be a news anchor, but I, I realized that wasn't a, a route that I wanted to pursue anyway. Because, like I said, that that all the all the background uh, stuff that it takes to, to do it, man, it just wasn't it wasn't as appealing as I thought it would be. So I was just like, you know, where do I go? But and I want to go back to that fantastic support system. <clears throat> you know, thank God for it, man. It's it's not always like this. But my parents were like, hey. Take a take a take a month or two to figure it out. Just come home and get yourself together, and then try to get out there and, and see what's there. I mean, I needed that. I thank mm-hmm. God for it because you know, trying to come out there and hit the ground running, I would have been looking crazy because <laughs> I still I still wasn't sure. Yeah. So um, so yeah, man, and, and I want to give shouts out to my to my wonderful friend, man, a blessing, uh, Dr. Wayne Frazier, mm-hmm. and he he gave me my first first opportunity. Um, to to get into uh, to the workforce, and that was at Glen Hills High School. Man, learned so much from him, and uh, it was just a that just kind of just gave me my first way to get into uh, the workforce and, and just kind of figure out where I want to go. So it was it was a tough transition at first, but it goes back to to thanking God and having a great support system, and that's what you know led me to you know getting started. Man, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and you brought up two things. Again, you know, I have this thing that I call nuggets. Okay, so I'm gonna let you know that right it. now. So I love it. I'm writing nuggets that I get from you as we're talking everything. So I want to make sure that the, the the kids that we're trying to support understand this. And and two nuggets came out of that piece right there. And the first one was, it's okay to pivot. You Thank know, you. sometimes you. you know we get into this mindset. Well, you know, that's what you chose. That's what you have to be, and nothing yeah. else. And people get yeah. stuck immediately mm. before they come out the gate and mm. so it's, and having our kids here that it's okay to pivot okay while you're in college or after college whatever the case may be as long as you got a plan it's okay to pivot and you made a pivot and the other thing was uh taking our time 
you know, having that support system let you know that it was okay to take a moment, reflect, understand who you are and what your purpose was before you made a move was critical. Uh, prayerfully, other folks get a chance to get that same opportunity as they're making transition. And we want to help to be that kind of support system for our kids as they're trying to make that transition as well. So Absolutely. amazing points that you brought out just now. Well, thank you for saying that. And I, and I just want to just jump in and add to that first mm -hmm. thing you said. Like you said, man, for any for any kids or, or, or younger audience that's listening, never feel bad about not having it all together. Man, I'm 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 just I'm just turned 35. My mom had to remind me of this, man, gosh, maybe two weeks ago or a month ago. And she was she was telling me, she said it so it was so profound. She said, you know, you guys are are coming up in an age of social media, and, and this is cliche too, but it's, it's so true. It is kind of it's kind of wrong truth to me. You guys are coming up in the age of social media and just thinking that we our, our what what our equation of success is, man, is so different. And she yes. said it. She said, she, yeah, she said, you know, the, she said what we you know, we, we equated success with what we saw around us. You know, she said, she said, my grandma, you know, my grandma was, was a success to me because, you know, she worked hard. She took care of her family. She cooked every day. Mm -hmm. And she just, you know, she just was a blessing to her community. She said, I looked up to her. She said, I wasn't trying to, she said, I didn't take all my successful cues from, you know, whoever was the, you know, highest grossing entertainer or who was the most popular person in Hollywood. She said, I looked up to, I looked up to my, to my grandma. And, you know, so I, she said, she said, it was so profound how she said, that you know just what we what we equate to success nowadays is just so different and it's nothing wrong with looking up to successful entertainers successful you know athletes every those people are amazing they, their contributions to society are amazing but let's just not forget you know we're not people who aren't entertainers or rappers or or, or athletes or, or people who aren't in you know in the public eye um people who aren't in those uh you know particular sex of society they they aren't less they aren't less than you know you, you can you can find inspiration and and success just has a bunch of different it's a bunch of different ways to equate to evaluate success. Man, I'm so glad you brought that up because I want to add to that a little bit. Please, uh, that what you said is kind of indicative, and this is just my opinion yeah. of you know having the strong family foundations that kids can look towards for success. Yes. You know, our communities are rich, rich with so many stories of hardworking people that made a way out of no way that was strongly yes. steeped in faith and were able to raise a family and be comfortable with it without yes. all the glitz and glimmer and, and shine. But I think that for some of the kids, especially some of our kids that are disenfranchised, the hope that they have in looking up to someone sometimes can't be found at home. Man. And so that's the gap that a community back when we were growing up, the community surrounded a child and gave them that image if it wasn't inside their own home, you. you know, and so <clears throat> one of the things that we advocate here at ME Tree Council is, is community, you know, not just us bridging the gap, we want to make sure that when the child goes in their community, they look at their community with a different set of eyes and look at the beauty inside of it look at all the rich talented beautiful giving people that are inside of it yes. and figure out how they can give back to that same community yes yeah so that's that's the bottom line right that's the foundation right there babe. i love it and this yeah. is my this is my last point on this i love what you said about building your community i think that's just paramount mm -hmm. and this is i don't, I don't want to take away from i want people to know that there's all different types of success 
but I, I love people having the opportunity to just get to the point where they're 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 content with what they've done not content in the fact that I don't want to do anything else mm-hmm. but not but but feeling like what feeling like you're good enough here, here's just here's something from proverbs I love so much and I got out of the way uh proverbs 17 and 1 and proverbs is my favorite uh book of the bible proverbs 17 and 1 says better is a dry morsel and quietness therewith than a house full of sacrifices with strife Bring so it. you know yeah, yeah, brother. I, I love it, man, yeah, because yeah, it's that's... like, I, I, you know, I, I'd rather be, you know, content and and and, and mm-hmm. have a little bit mm-hmm. than you know have everything and 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 have a headache, man. So mm-hmm. just thank God for what He's doing, and just for those who are of a younger audience who are listening, just know that you know you're you're successful. You know, if if you're if you set out to accomplish, if you set out a goal and you accomplish it, you're successful. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. keep just keep setting those goals and keep and keep knocking them out, and you are successful. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And and like your mom mentioned, sometimes, you know, social media, it's an amazing tool if it's used right. the right way. Right. But it's the culture that it brings about wow. instant success wow. and immediate gratification that we have failed, I believe, not just the Black community, but every community has failed to kind of, you know, shield our children from that. Uh, immediacy of fulfillment okay. you okay. know it's like they're hitting the dopamine right, button every Ooh, two three man. minutes per Ooh. Day, Ooh. you know <laughs> it's tough man it's and tough, how do you bro. replicate that and compete against that how uh, can you and we believe that it's because when we want to show people love you know mm-hmm. we want to teach people yeah, how yeah. to look at themselves first on the inside yes yeah. Before they start looking for that outside stimulation. Amen. Because right Amen. this 18 inches right here is where Christ lives, right? So Amen. when we look there, we can't go wrong. That's it. So I keep forgetting that I'm I'm doing a podcast. I'm pointing to my head and my heart. Man, <laughs> bro. Of, you, know, you know how it is. I'm with man. you, brother. So, I'm with you. Okay. Uh and so I would like to ask you, we're talking about sure. influences to our young people. Who was your uh most influential? <laughs> person in your life growing up oh man uh I, I'm, I'm gonna have to say persons um Persons. they all just kind of okay. yeah they all just kind of had a my parents for sure um man my grandma and it, it's hard i'm still it's, it's still really really tough to even to even talk about her my, my grandma recently passed um but man just just family in general and um but let, let me let me really get some points uh right now my wife Mm. um i want i want to shout her out man my wife calora and you know what and this is not this is not even me being biased man this is not my bias at all she might she's she's legit man one of the smartest people i know Mm -hmm. and and it's and it's and every now and then and and shout out to my sister anna because she Mm -hmm. she's she's like this as well your wife Mm -hmm. um it's it's rare that you'll meet people who just know us you know a little something about everything mm-hmm. you know you can just kind of i can go to my wife and just say hey you know i'll just ask ask a random fact about nasa and she'll just you know she'll just spit it out or ask a random fact about uh about tow trucks mm-hmm. and she'll know something about that or i ask a random fact about about baking and she'll know something about that people god just kind of just um endows people with with uh with just with just ability man and proverbs says man uh, will be commended according to their wisdom and mm. she just got um you know she's just got a, a lot of she's got a lot of knowledge man so i want to get my points and, and shout out my <laughs> wife uh mo- most importantly but man my, my foundation because not not to leave anyone out 
I, I've got a, just a, a, a litany of folks in my family, mm-hmm. man, who have just been super, super uh, just amazing and supportive and just influential. And I just want to give my wife credit so I can get my points, but she's, she's really, really something I thank God for her, man. Hey, and, and we continue to support you in, in prayer and love, man, uh, from, from your grandmother and everything. Hey, and and your you wife know. is an amazing person. She is an amazing hey, person. Man. And you guys complement each other well. Uh, and you have those strengths that play off each other to where you're building something. And we can, we see you. Y'all building hey, something. Amen. <laughs> You know, Keep and, and much respect for lifting her up and, and lifting my wife Anna up too, because she's an Absolutely. amazing person too. Truly, truly she, amazing. She's my motivation. So. That's what I'm talking for about. Sure. Yes, sir. All right. So let's talk a little bit about uh more about construction ready. So sure. we're gonna there's so much, so much we you and I can talk about. Definitely. Uh, we've worked on some things together from returning citizens to, you know, yes. caring yes. for people around Christmas, taking care of yes. homeless. And you are service oriented and community driven. What was it that made you choose construction ready? Well, that is just a phenomenal question. And um, I'll say this, man, we, construction ready and myself we kind of we kind of found each other mm-hmm. uh when i was spending time working with reentry services construction ready uh reentry well leadership and reentry services sent me um a message saying hey there's a there's a training opportunity that's coming uh to this part to you know to this part of the state and uh, we want you to connect with them so they i was initially connected with them and it was like love at first sight man we, mm-hmm. we connected and uh, found out what they were all about and realized it was, you know, a tr- it was a transformational training opportunity uh, that could lead to a career. And um, we connected and we just, we just jailed the staff. Well, for me, previously before I was a part of the staff, the staff and I uh, who were there, it just felt like family, it just felt like family instantly. And I just, I, I just couldn't believe it, man. I was overwhelmed. Like when I, when I talked to them on the phone, it just felt like I'd been talking to them forever. Um, and when I met him in person, it was like I've been knowing him forever. So, um, you know, we just were able to connect and <clears throat> and have some pretty um, productive classes, uh, productive sessions of, of folks who went through the training. And after I uh, departed from the state um, to, to to go with my wife uh, and, and and help her, you know, pursue some of her goals for her, her business, uh, you know, it kind of came back up. I, I, I talked to some leadership of construction ready. And uh, you know they were, it, it was just a, a blessing and a, and a fortunate occurrence that they said, hey, you know, let's let's see if we can find a way. You know, since you're no longer with the state, let's you know, let's let's see about an opportunity on this side. And thank God that it, that it developed and it came to fruition. And um, you know, we just kind of found each other. And I'm just thanking God for the connection. Yeah, he does not make any mistakes. Amen. You, know, you had Amen. some pivotal connections along the way. So, you know, talk to us about some of the range of uh, career opportunities that a graduate of construction ready can can de- delve into. Hey, man, there are so, so many because, um, if, you know, we've got a competent core of instructors who are going to, you know, get you prepared um, for the construction workforce. And you, you come out with up to eight different uh, industry recognized credentials, including uh, the OSHA 10 uh, certification, forklift safety awareness, uh, powder actuated tool, uh, laser certification, just to name a few of them. So coming out 
with those eight different uh, credentials and certifications, that's going to immediately make you uh, more marketable, even if you don't, because um, we have we've had one student who actually opted out uh, of, of being placed in employment after graduation. So even if you decide to be like him and say, you know, I would, I'd rather not be placed. I want to just kind of, you know, look on my own or take some time and just, you know, you know, you know, find myself for like figure a better word, <laughs> figure it out. There you yeah. go. That's been a theme here on this on this uh, podcast. Um, but even if you don't, even if you decide, decide to go that route, those those credentials, man, make you so marketable and, you know, make will make will cause employers to give you a second look. So um, it's just a really, really uh, deep dive. And, and, and man, it's, and like, I've said it already, but it's 20 days, 20 intensive days. Mm-hmm. And normally this to get this type of information, these types of credentials can take anywhere from five to six months. So it's a lot of information crammed into a small amount of time. Uh, shouts out and uh, shouts out and blessings to Augusta Tech for for housing it. Um, it's just a great great chance to to move on and, and do some great things. And we've seen folks uh, go on. So one guy we were we were when I was when I was with the staff before I came on, saw a guy who had been who who was just in town. He had been working in Seattle. Um, he started off with uh, construction ready training a few years ago, and he remembered one of the staff members, my my current supervisor, Vita. And um, and Vita's just the best supervisor in the world. Let me just say that now. Mm-hmm. Um, had a chance to to see her. He said, I, rem- I remember you. And he said, you pushed me through this training. And he said, man, I'm making, you know, 30, 40 an, an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm doing I'm doing great. Uh, you know, and I'm actually in Seattle now. So the construction, the construction industry is a lucrative industry. You know, once you've got the credentials, once you've got the experience, and even if you don't have the experience, those credentials can get you in the door and you can, you know, you can do pretty well, you know, with entry level positions, you know, going between 13 and 15 an hour uh, in, in certain places. And then once you start doing the work, you can move up from there. And construction ready, is a, it's, a, it's a diverse uh, career field. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just be out there, you know, working, working heavy equipment. There are a number of different routes you can go. Uh, survey, uh, survey technicians, uh, painters. Uh, just it's just a lot, a lot of different ways you can go. And I, and I wish I had my sheet in front of me with all the different career paths. But uh, um, electricians, you know, it just a it just, it's just a wave of opportunities in that career. And I and I'm still learning myself, man. I'm I'm, I'm getting into it. And I, I'm really blessed to be here for the last few months. But um, it's just it's just wide open. Man, that's that's incredible. That's incredible. I'm almost oh, ready man. to sign up right now myself. Man, let's so. go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, tell tell us uh, what does it take to be successful as a trainee in this program? Gotcha, man. Fantastic question. Um, the main thing is is just it's just devotion. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, it can be a tough ask for someone to to devote 20, 20 days of their lives to, uh, to us. And of course, the painting, the, the train, excuse me, the training is unpaid, mm-hmm. but um, it, but it's also free. Mm-hmm. So this is a training that would normally cost you five or six thousand dollars. More and than you're that. Getting it, okay, or possibly more. Thank yeah. you, sir. Mm-hmm. And you're getting that uh, free of charge for twenty days. So something that, that don't normally takes months to to complete and thousands mm-hmm. to complete is 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 offered for free for twenty days. So mm-hmm. it can be a difficult ask for someone to to sit with us for 20 days. But if you put it in the grand scheme of things, it's not too much of an ask or um, 
or, the, or I'd say I'd say it this way, the sacrifice will be worth it uh, to get on the other side. And I'm just so excited about the ones um, that we can get in because we want to continue to expand our network mm-hmm. and get more and more employers involved because on the, on the 19th day, uh, on 20, 20 days, of course, on the 19th day of training, uh, we have a, a specific uh, hiring event just for our oh, nice. uh, just, just for our participants. Yes, sir, brother. Nice. Just for our participants. And the employers will come to our classes, interviews on the spot, and day 20 is graduation, where uh, wherein the participants are expected to find out uh, which employers have selected them, man. So we want we want it to, to be like that. We want it to continue to be like that. And we want it, we want to expand it even better and, and make and bring more employers to the table and get as many folks uh, placed into great employment careers as possible. That's that is powerful. And, and just to put this into perspective for anybody that's considering this. Think of this. If you were to pursue an IT certification through a boot camp route, there would be one week of intense training and you're going to pay them $3,000 for that privilege. And this this privilege, after you've paid $3,000 for one week, is just for the opportunity to sit for a certification exam. There's no guarantees on the other side of the exam because you have to pass the exam. So we take that and move it to the construction ready model, 20 days of free training with job, with job placement. I can't imagine uh, many circumstances where that would be a burden for somebody, but for those that it may be a burden for, the question I will ask is, what does it cost you not to do it? Wow. wow. So, and, and, I'll, and I'll add this so I can, so I can be technically correct. Now we 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 don't guarantee employment, mm-hmm. but I'll but I'll say this: um, historically, uh, we have a ninety seven percent placement rate. My goodness. So yeah, so the so the odds of becoming uh, employed are absolutely in your favor, mm-hmm. and um, our goal every day is is to bring more and more employment partners to the table so we can increase mm-hmm. those odds. So um, we're just thankful, man, for the ones who've gone through, and we we're thankful for the we're speaking into an, speaking into existence, but we're thankful for the uh, the the new partnerships that'll be that that are being established. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, sir. Count us into. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. Oh, so, now so we were talking earlier about community and yeah. investing in our communities and raising our communities. Sure. You know, sure. What comes to my mind is that the the impact that some organization like construction ready could have on reinvesting in, in communities in the local area you know and so that just swells me up with so much excitement to know that there is an opportunity for a community to be self-sufficient wow. in how they take care of themselves from wow. the electrician all the way to the politician Thank you know, you. if we had that kind of a model for our communities, man, just imagine where we could go with wow. that kind of stuff. Wow, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There, 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 and, and that's the thing about it. There are so many opportunities in and around uh, this, this training offering. Um, and like I said, the, 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 the name of the game is just trying to, uh, hold on one second, brother. The name of the game is just trying to find out more ways to just bring people in. Mm-hmm. To, to, to collaborate and to connect that that's the name of the game we're, we're working to do just that so it's, it's just 
the, the possibilities are boundless and mm-hmm. we're just praying and seeing where 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 to, where to next mm-hmm. that's the main thing that's beautiful that's yes, beautiful sir, and so uh, we're coming to a part of our yeah. our podcast now we, we like to ask our audience to pick an age 15 year old or 22 year old because that's the demographic that we serve pick one of those ages and give that 15 you 15 year old you or that 22 year old you uh, one, one piece of advice wow I'm, I'm ready to do that um that's a great one that's mm-hmm. a great one and that's a um a necessary one i would say to uh even 15 or 18 year old me i think the same applies um and it's, it's i've kind of heard this one time before and it was, it was powerful then uh trust what you heard mm. trust what you heard man um a lot of times God will speak to you and, and I've been, you know, privileged to, to hear from him um, and I'm privileged to hear from him. Um, so just, just trust, trust what you heard, mm-hmm. trust what you heard and just, and just be sure of it. And, um, and just be, just be sure, be, be sure in yourself. It's, it's, it's so much easier said than done, but if, if had I been more sure in myself, more, uh, more sure in my capabilities, I'd be able to to do so much more, or I, I would have at the very least felt better because years ago, man, I just I wasn't I wasn't comfortable in my own skin, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Un, unfortunately, and now I'm at the point where you know I'm I'm who I am. I thank God for it, and I'm just it's it's not too much. It, it's hard for me to 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 feel bad about about being me. You know, mm-hmm. feel feel good about being you. There's only one you be be the best you you can be of course that's cliche but but it, it's it's but it's so much easier said than done once you get comfortable in your own skin you know things really really start to to just feel better and, and your outlook uh just 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 improves so much more beautiful man beautiful yes, sir. nuggets have been written i just want to let you amen. know amen amen <laughs> trust what you heard oh, yes sir man. yes sir yes sir so uh What's next for you, man? And I, and I know I know we're not doing a. I know this isn't a a a, 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 a Bible podcast, or okay. I know you're a man of God, but I'm, yes, I'm just I'm I'm just listening and seeking, man. Mm-hmm. I, I've gotten to the point where, um, you know, just Matthew, Matthew six and thirty three is probably my it's probably my favorite scripture. Proverbs is my favorite book, mm-hmm. um, but six Matthew six and thirty three, of course, says, "But seek ye first kingdom." kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things should be added. So I just, I just want to see God, man. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. Um, I'm, I'm not, it took me a while to get here to the point mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm not seeking success or accomplishments or, you know, different ventures. And not to say that I'm, I'm bereft of goals or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm no longer, you know, working to, to achieve, but I, I want to make sure I'm in the right space. I want to make sure I'm in the right place to help someone. I want to make sure I'm in the right place to, to be a blessing to someone. So I, I'll, all I want to do, man, is just make sure whatever whatever I'm doing next is that it, it's it's benefiting it's benefiting someone else. So I'm, I'm I, the last thing I want to be is is, is self serving. Mm. And, and uh, true to your heart and true to your nature, man. Really appreciate you sharing it. Listen and seeking. Okay, my hand is getting tired with these nuggets. Brother, I'm man, man. listen, <laughs> brother. I, was appreci- I appreciate you considering them nuggets. I appreciate yes, you sir. considering them to be yes, sir. sir. One final question for you yes, before sir. we wrap yes, it up sir. today. And okay. that question is 
in your quest while you're seeking and okay. listening, what is it that you have to let go of to, to allow you to hear deeper? Wow, wow. Me mm. and, 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 and pride, what I, what I want to do or what, or what I think is best or, or what somebody might think mm. about um, or what somebody might think is best for me uh, more so than what I'm, uh, more so what he thinks. Um, just, just letting, just out, just um, like, like, like you said before, before you put your headphones on, um, out, outside noise, mm -hmm. you know, outside interference, mm -hmm. um, and not saying, not saying not to pay attention to, to the opinions of others, but you know, if, if I'm if I'm going to clearly hear, I gotta I gotta pay attention to a specific voice, and mm -hmm. I, I gotta you know, lean into uh, you know what that voice is telling me. So. Mm -hmm. Just trusting what I hear and, and, you know, not, not letting my, not letting, um, you know, human nature, you know, dictate, um, you know, what, what I'm, what I'm doing going forward and just mm -hmm. trying to be, trying to be spiritual, man, trying to do what Colossians says, man, whatever I'm doing, doing in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I, and I know, you know, I, for the kids are listening, man, I, I want, that's, that's, it, to, to make it a to make it a more general appeal just just doing what's 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 going to benefit others mm -hmm. and, and not and not putting and not putting self first mm -hmm. but if you want to go if you want to go to spiritual right if you want to go the, the, the route of the lord of course Colossians 3 says everything that you do do in the name of jesus so i i, I, I want to do just that yes sir but um but I, that, the main thing is, is putting others first and mm -hmm. and not being self-motivated ladies and gentlemen you have yes, had sir. the esteemed honor of honor. talking with Mr. Reginald Kofer. Bless you, brother. Servant leader, recruiter for Construction Ready. Man of God. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much, brother. I truly appreciated well, thank this. Thank you. Blessings, man. Thank you, man. Okay. Yes. Yes. All righty. All righty. Thank you, Mr. Kofer. My brother, thank my you. brother. We are humbled by your words and what you shared. And we just want to say thank you. Gratitude, sir. Absolutely. I thoroughly enjoy all the interviews. And this one was extra special because it was a close friend, my brother, Reggie Kofer. Yes, yes. We so appreciate what he does. Mm -hmm. So what were the highlights for you in this episode? The highlights for me, uh, I had a couple. He was dropping things and knowledge that was yeah. really hitting my spirit. <laughs> so um, when he referenced support, when he referenced making sure that you are accountable mm -hmm. to your support system. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was profound because we speak to being accountable to self. Mm -hmm. uh, but a percentage of that accountability definitely needs to go to those who are placing you on their shoulders. Absolutely. As they pour into us, we show our appreciation by our accountability, our perseverance, our focus, and our determination. So thank you for bringing that out, baby. Yes. And I also wanted to touch on his parents. Okay. His parents gave him grace. Mm-hmm. Because they understood his pivot and allowed him to pause to make sure he was going in his divine steps. Absolutely. You bringing out pivot was really, really uh, incredible because 
We want our young folks to know that it is okay to pivot. We can't say that any more than what we do every episode. (laughs) Babies pivot. It's okay to pivot. (laughs) Our first choice may not be our final choice. Nope. And and we are not defined by... A moment. A moment. In our life. Mm -hmm. Y'all wouldn't believe I started out with architecture, but that's for another show. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a good show, too. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the fact that that pivot is there and it's okay to do so is very important. And you, sir, Mm -hmm. what was it that you felt was a nugget? I really like the pivot. That was a strong one for me as well, but also... Bringing scripture to life. A lot of times people read scripture, but they don't have context in how it applies to their life. And Reggie being able to bring scripture to life and apply it to the context of how he lives is really, really powerful. Really, really inspirational as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the numbers. Numbers. Okay, one quick thing. Okay. And Mr. Kofa pivoted before, since this interview, too. Mm-hmm. We want to say congratulations, congratulations. sir. Congratulations. On being Senator. Asas, Regional Outreach Coordinator. Yes. Is that not awesome? So, again, thank you, sir. And congratulations. Congratulations. Now. The numbers. The numbers. All right. A community relations coordinator, which he was at the time of this interview, right. uh, brings in 46000 a year. A year. Okay. I, um, let, me, let me say that again. $46,371 a year. Uh, we are going to experience a 6% growth rate over the next 10 years. At the time of this reporting, there was 50,825 job openings. Now, let's get into this number. We are only 8.7% of that number. Wow, that, that bear is repeating. We are only 8.7% represented in this profession. Mm. But a number that also struck me that I normally do not talk about is the average age, which is 40.5. So what does that signify for you? For me, that says you have to bring life experiences. Mm. You have to have a full understanding outside of your book knowledge to be able to do this particular job, this particular profession. That's nice. Very insightful and and true in Reggie's case. Yes. Definitely. Yes. So I I can't say enough about how that number though impacted me. So we're going to talk about that 40.5 at some other area. Okay, I'm we looking forward to it. That's two new episodes. I two love new it. episodes. I love it. Yes. So thank you guys again so much for tuning in with us. Yes. We'd like to thank Reggie. Yes. And our listeners for always supporting us. Yes. Don't hesitate to like, comment, and share. 
and drop us a note and let us know what direction you think we should go in or what career should we talk about next time. Yes, because as always, we are going to go deep for the culture. Deep for the culture. <laughs> See you next time. You have been listening to Off the Top, where Black excellence dwells. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment below, share with your friends and family, and come back for the next episode, where we will continuously provide usable, tangible, life-shifting information. Thank you.